Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Gotta talk into the mic. I can't pick it up. Cut! What's the matter, Dexter? It's Lena. Look, Lena. Don't you remember I told you? There's a microphone right there. In the bush. Yeah. You have to talk into it. Well, I was talking, wasn't I, Miss Dinsmore? Yes, my dear, but please remember round tones. Pierre, you shouldn't have come. Pierre, you shouldn't have come. Yes, yes, my dear, that's much better now. Hold it a second. Now, Lena, look. Here's the mic. Right here in the bush. Yeah. Now you talk towards it. The sound goes through the cable to the box. A man records it on a big record in wax. But you have to talk into the mic first. In the bush. Now try it again. Jesus is dumb. Oh, she'll get it, Dexter. Look, Lena, don't worry. We're all a little nervous the first day. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, by the way, Roscoe, you know the scene coming up where I say, Imperious Princess of the Night? I don't like those lines there. Is it all right if I just say what I always do? I, I love you, I love you, I love you. Sure, any way it's comfortable. But into the bush! Okay, again. Quiet! Roll em. Missing every other word. You've got to talk into the mic. Well, I can't make love to a bush. All right, all right. We'll have to think of something. Hey, this is Ted Nugent celebrating the American dream on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Set the way back machine. Yes, sir, Mr. Peabody. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Running the computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you've missed any of our 200, 300, 450-some-odd shows, uh, you can go to our archive page, and you can uh, play them all back. Take a little while. But uh, I'm sure you can get through all 450 of them. Any rate, uh, good evening, Tommy. How you doing? <laughs> good evening, Robert. Yeah, if you didn't have nothing to do for a year, you could go back and listen to all those shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I was talking uh, to my buddy. He's been on our show before, Mark Green over at Cars Yeah. He's been doing this, I don't know, maybe a year or two or three or whatever it is. But he does, like, a show every day. And uh, I think he's, like, 1,200, 1,300 shows. And I've been doing this over nine years, and I've got 450-some-odd shows. But we do one a week, but we're still here, see? So there's a lot to be said for that. Anyway, uh, today is kind of an interesting day. I uh, um, 
What did I do today? Oh, I actually went over to Tampa to look at some stuff. Now, if one of my customers called me up, and you know that I'm, I, I used to be in the wrecking yard business, and I got this propensity for uh, junk, scrap. Um, my son calls me a hoarder. My wife calls me other things that rhyme with hoarder. Um, but at any rate, uh, <laughs> uh, I just like stuff. You know, I just you know, I hate to throw things away because you just never, uh, you just never know when you can need something. You know, and and unfortunately, you know, when you like to tinker with things, you always kind of, you know, you tinker and things kind of, you know, you tinker with things to tinker and tinker, tinker, tinker. Any rate, uh, so this friend of mine calls me up and says, "Hey, um, I got a couple of uh, railroad tracks over here." And I said, "Railroad tracks, really?" Now. Oddly enough, about a month and a half, two months ago, I was trying, I was doing something, and I thought, you know, if I had access to a railroad track or two, I could do something with it. And I can't remember for the life of me what that was, what I was thinking about doing with the railroad tracks. So here, suddenly, you know, they, you know you've heard the expression, be careful what you wish for, um, calls me up and says, yeah. So I went over to Tampa, and I took a look at them. They're 30 feet long. They're regular railroad tracks. When I say track, I'm talking about tracks, okay? So 30 feet long. And there's four of them laying there. And I went to just kind of move them just to kind of see, well, let's see if I can budge this thing. Because my truck's got a 19-foot bed with a 5-foot stinger on it. So that's 20, let's just say 25 feet. So I got 5 feet hanging off the back of it with a red flag. And I was trying to figure out if I can move these things. Well, first got to wrestle them around a little bit. There was no way I could budge that thing. I have no, I, it, one was rolled over on the side. And I couldn't even spin it over. And then the other one had a little bit of an overhang, and I reached underneath it, and I got it. And I picked it up. Now, oddly enough, we were talking about this earlier, and I said, earlier this week, and I said something about, did you go out and try to move them at least? He says, well, I went out there, but I couldn't budge them. But, you know, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm a weakling compared to you. And I'm a weakling these days, too. I'm not, I'm not the Wonder Bread uh, guy that I used to be back in my uh, Wonder Bread days. But at any rate, um, so I thought, okay, well, if nothing else, we could, you know, winch them on the back of my truck. And uh, so I went over there, and they were really, really heavy. Now, you think about these, and that's what I told them. I said, I, I don't think they're going to be that easy to move around because you, you got a rail, a train, a locomotive that runs up and down these things. So this is not exactly light metal. So then he says, well, Robert, don't you have access to a cut saw? You can cut these in sections. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is, is you look at these railroad sections and you go i really hate to throw them away i really hate to cut them up in sections and i know they're worth some money in scrap you know because scrap metal is like five bucks a hundred weight right now and i don't know see here this is the problem this is why i'm 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 ill uh i'm sick because i can't bring myself to cutting those things up now basically they're given to me i just have to haul them away and i can turn them into scrap i can turn them into money but in my more warped little mind, I'm thinking, hmm, someday I might have a use for these things. We really don't want to throw this away. It's kind of like years ago, a guy gave me uh, a bunch of Armco uh, guardrails. And you've seen those, you know, the guardrails on the side of an interstate. So I had a bunch of those things laying around. They were taken off from the state, and they were scrapped, and somehow he got a hold of them because he was doing some construction. They were off some roadway or whatever it was. And uh, so he goes, hey, you want them? You can have them. So I went over and loaded them up. And I had them for years, and I never did find a use for them. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't have found a use for them. So where, where, where I'm going with uh, the story tonight is I'm trying to figure out how to get into... Now, oh, by the way, I will say this. The studio lines are open. I don't have a guest coming on tonight because what happened over the weekend is uh, Mother Nature was very nice and gracious and decided to tap the building and blow out our computers. Right, Tommy? So Tommy's nodding his head. So technically, I wasn't able really to go in the production room and do a bunch of production work, which I typically do. But every once in a while, we just have an open show anyway. So when we have an open show, I'm going to allow you, the listeners, to call in and try to match wits with me. And, um, oh, Tommy's eyeballs are going up, and, and so he's going, oh, someone's going to call in. Anyway, so if you want to give us a call here at studio. For fun line, and prizes? For fun and prizes. <laughs> prizes, man, prizes. Uh, if you want to give us a call here at studio, 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340, you're welcome to give us a call. And, uh, yeah, anything goes. It's potluck tonight. Potluck's kind of fun because every once in a while we just wing it. And uh, that's the thing and the beauty, and you hear, you've heard me say that many times, that that's the beauty of radio is that we can be spontaneous.
And up oh, there we go. Phones are ringing. Phones are yeah. ringing. Guess who? Ding a ling. Uh oh, Radio Rob. Or it's Alan. Or it's Charlie. Or it could be Bobby. And uh, <laughs> no, we have no prizes. No prizes tonight. So uh, in case you're listening. And uh, all right, so we got a guest on the line. All right, all right. Who we got here? It's me, Junk Mike. Junk Mike, hey! No, you know what? I'm I'm glad you called in because we're we're just talking about junk now. You and yeah. I, can, you and I can relate to this. How do how do you analyze the warped mind of a junk guy? Junk guys like us. Tell us. Give uh-huh. me. Give us your thought. Well, first of all, uh, you cannot drag that thirty foot long section of a railroad into the junkyard and sell it to them and get paid for it because they will tell you that. This belongs to the railroad, and I know that you don't own no railroad. You know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, you know, I, I've seen guys like, uh, you know, the sections that hold that whole 30-foot-long section down, them, them flat pieces that they nail the spikes into to hold it down on the railroad ties. Yeah. And I've seen uh, a couple of guys uh, fill a refrigerator. An old scrap refrigerator full of those railroad tries and try to dump that over there at the junkyard. And the junker said, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, that's not yours. That belongs to the railroad. That don't belong to you. So, um, yeah, you have to, like you were saying a few minutes ago, you have to cut it up into smaller sections and uh, you don't want to use uh, a, a cutting saw for that. You want to use a torch. Okay. I was just going to yeah, say, because it'll, it, it'll slice through it, man. It'll melt it just like butter. Just like butter. Well, a cut saw would probably kill the blade, right? Yeah, it would kill the blade, you know. And, 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 and but, but, but a, um, a, a cutting torch, even uh, like I cut with propane. I don't even use acetylene. Really? Uh, I, because I pick up barbecue grills on the side of the road all the time, and half the time they have uh, a half full tank of propane. So, you know, uh, I just, uh, you know, uh, use my cutting torch with propane. You need a different tip than the acetylene tip. You need a propane tip, unless they're a little more expensive. But, uh, you know, the gas is free, you know, um, and, and it'll, it'll just slice right through that stuff, man. And you, you want to get them into, you know, just small enough sections where you can pick them up by yourself, throw them on the truck, and then you'll be fine. Then you'll be fine. Mike, hang on a second. Bobby's on the line. Put Bobby through real quick here. So don't go away, Mike. We're going to keep you on the line here a little bit. Cause... All right. Bobby, you there? Yes, I am. All right. So you remember Mikey. We got Junk Mike on the phone. Mike's also, the good Thank thing about Mikey cool. calling in is Mikey's in the guitars, too. So that's cool. Perfect. So what, what were you going to say, Bob? What? No, well, no, I'm just uh, calling in just to be here in the background. Okay, good, good, good. Well, anyway, so Mike, so what's what scrap prices right now for uh, number one steel? Well, uh, I, I, well, they they don't even do that number one thing anymore. You no, know, they don't? Um, no, no, no. You just uh, whatever you bring in, you get like four bucks a hundred today. Four dollars a hundred weight. Four dollars for a hundred pounds, bro. Man, so, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, you could just ease your mind and have me come and get it, you know. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, so let's get into the psyche of the of the junk man. Do you do you deal with do you struggle with do I junk this or do I save this? No, I got over that. I I you know, I'm uh, um I, I call that junk itis, you know, where you see potential and <laughs> everything and then you end up uh, saving all this stuffing your yeah. yard uh that you can get to someday but you know it's hard work man uh and, and you uh, well me i spend so much time and energy just trying to satisfy my customers and picking up their stuff and you know unloading it at the junkyard that like by the time i get home man i don't feel like playing with all this stuff dude you know <laughs> How's that trailer coming you were working on? It was a trailer or a truck you were working on when I was over there the last time? Uh, yeah, well, I, I can't get insurance for it, man. They don't want to insure me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Isuzu, the uh, the, N, the NPR. The, right. Yeah. The, the little cab yeah. over thing you had. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to Allstate, and uh, I asked them, you know, I'm sure this, and 
they said it would be like uh, five thousand dollars a year if you paid in one lump sum. If you if you pay month to month, it'll be another thousand dollars. And I said, well, all right, let's do the lump sum thing. I have my checkbook out. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, we don't know enough about your business. Uh, you know, are you a certified contractor? No. Um, you know, uh, do you have an occupational license? Uh, I said, no, I'm in uh, unincorporated Pinellas County. And uh, they told me a long time ago when I tried to get an occupational license that I don't need one. And then they said, well, we don't know enough about your business. You know, uh, um, well, then I said to them, well, you insure all kinds of people that, 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 that they just take stuff to the junkyard and the county dump, you know, whether it's scrap metal or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, C&D construction debris or class three waste, you know, like household furniture and things, you know, that's what I do. And then, well, we still don't know enough about you, man. And uh, so uh, they did a credit report on me. Now, mind you, I've paid off my freaking house, hmm. but, you know, the credit report, they said, oh, based on your credit report, uh, yeah, we can't, you know, we're not going to insure you. So now I'm shopping around, I'm still shopping around, but the truck, it's, you know, I converted like the battery hauler, you know, the bed where, where they got the, the it's totally enclosed uh, bed. Uh, and then there's shelves where they can put like a couple hundred batteries, and I cut all that off and converted it to flatbed. And I put toolboxes on the driver's side and the passenger side, and um, it's sick, man. It's a beautiful truck. I can't wait to drive it. I don't care if it costs five thousand dollars a year to drive it. I want to sit up in that thing. It's like sitting up in a helicopter, man, with the big old windshield on it. And it's so comfortable, like, sitting in your living room as opposed to, you know, like my F-350 where I feel like I'm sitting in a tank where i got to peek through the windows. So i got to peek through the windshield so nobody's shooting at me, you know. Uh, it's, it's just so much more comfortable. But I can't get the damn thing on the road, man. So well, that's, where we're at. that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's just sitting right here in my driveway just saying, drive me somewhere, take me take me somewhere. Well, now, you wait know? a minute. Let me throw this out at you. I wonder if you can kind of, how? what year is that thing? Uh, that's an 03. Oh, shoot. Because if it was 20 years, I don't know how it works, but it used to be for 15 years old on a Europe, on a foreign car, 20 years old on an American car, and you could get a, you could class, classify it as an antique vehicle. And then you might be able to get an uh, antique plate for it. And then just insure it as a personal vehicle and just have what we call, which is what I do, I have cargo insurance. So that covers anything that's sitting on top of the truck, nothing that's behind it. So in other words, a trailer would be an additional deal, but uh, that, uh-huh. that, that's a possibility. I don't know. Well, you know, I always have a trailer. And, and like all kinds of guys uh, that I know um, that are running like landscaping businesses and stuff with the same exact truck, they're just telling me, well, you shouldn't have told them you're using it for business. You should have told them you're using it for per- personal use. And I'm like, thinking, well, what, like, 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 like me and the kids is going to go to Disney World in this thing or something? You know, that's just ridiculous. What, what's going to happen when you guys with your trailer, with your three riding mowers on the back, <laughs> something happens to one of you guys? You know, what's the insurance company? How are they going to help you then? You know? So I'd prefer to be honest, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, have you picked up anything really interesting in the uh, in the world of scrapping lately? Anything that uh, I mean, you've run across some stuff that's like really interesting. Because every once in a while, when I was in the scrap business, you get stuff, in, and we find some pretty cool stuff that you just say, "I got to keep this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no time to keep. Oh yeah, I went went to a went to a went to a strip joint. <laughs> they, they had they had a they had a wall of wall lockers out there. Yeah, a whole wall lock. You know, a bunch of wall lockers where like the girls with nail polish, like they they they, they painted their names on each of their lockers with their nail polish, like all sparkly purple and then, <laughs> like Oriana, Brittany, you know, Aubrey. Deborah, you know, it says, you know, every everyone had a different name with all fancy paint, like almost looked like pinstriping, dude. And that just hurt my feelings to get rid of the damn thing. I wanted to save that, but, you know, and it smelled good besides. <laughs> that was the best thing I ever. I mean, just, just a few weeks ago, man, you know, and 
Did you get the pole at least? Uh, yeah, it was, it was all dented up, and you know, somebody, somebody, somebody I mean, some big fat girl must have gone on that pole and just like pulled it out the ceiling and the floor and just bent it in half. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, true story, bro. How about yeah. how's the uh, how's the guitar world treat you? Are you still playing and practicing? I need to get over there one of these days and just kind of yeah, come standard. over and we'll just yeah fool around. You know, um, no, I just sit at home and just you know, I almost said play with myself. <laughs> now I have studied. You just did. I, I, just, I, just, you know, I just try to I study. I, well, I study music and try to figure it out. You know. Now wait a minute, if, Mike. Mike, stop for a second. If somebody just tuned into the show. And they heard strip joint, pole dancing, lockers, and playing with yourself. You'd be in a world of doo doo right now. Now you yeah. see, and this is a family show. Yeah, we're we're talking about guitars here, people. We're talking, we're talking about junky guitars. We're not talking you know, nothing, nothing, no mature subject matter here. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no adult situations, no okay. gratuitous anything. Okay, 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 we got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could help you with your disclosure there. Okay, good. So, have you picked up any cool guitars lately? Um, no, not lately. I'm pretty happy with like the twenty that I got. You the know? twenty that you have. Okay. See, I want I want to make sure you said that twenty that you have because there, there is a pawn shop down the road with a cello. Man, I want to get the cello. Oh, a cello. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because well, well, the way the strings are tuned, you play it the same way, except you run that, you run that. Uh, what do they call it? The thing in the other hand, uh, where you would have the pick, the 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 the, the bow, the bow, the bow, the bow. Yeah. You know, um, and and, and um, you know, uh, just just apply like basic like bass guitar theory to it, and just as a wee 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 you just do scales and things. I want that thing, but I don't have a case. That's one thing that's been stopping me from buying it. They don't have a case for it, you know, because you don't want things to get messed up, you know, but I really, I want that damn thing. How big is it? How tall is it? They're usually yeah, tall. Well, it's a cello, you know. It's um, Five feet not, at least. It's not as big as the old-fashioned bass, but yeah. it's not too far off, you know. It's bigger than an acoustic bass, yeah. you know. It's and it's like four feet long, you know, probably over two feet wide. And, you know, you sit in a chair most of the time. If you look at YouTube videos of people playing cello, you know, they're sitting in a chair. And, and uh, man, I want that thing. I want that thing bad. And it's only 150 bucks, but that's because it don't have a case, you know. Uh, well, you never know. You might find one of those online and Craigslist or someplace like that. and Yeah, or even make one, you know. Make one, make yeah. one. You know, there's some place on 126th Avenue where they're selling like these com- these military boxes where they store all their expensive, where the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines stores all their, you know, expensive, uh, uh, you know, or radar equipment and things. You know, uh, yeah, and they're totally waterproof. You could, you know, sink them to the bottom of the ocean, and damn thing probably still be dry. You know, right. Uh, uh, so yeah, and they're not too expensive either. Um, but, uh, yeah, that would be an additional cost. And then, and then it's just like junking where, you know, <laughs> you have to have a piece of space for this stupid thing that you're going to save forever until you're going to work on it. You know, you have to have space for it. You know? Well, you got that little room there. How about amplifiers? You pick up any amplifiers lately? Uh, no, no. You know, man, I got like, how many amps do I have? I don't know. I, I like eight. Eight? Okay. Well, no, I see. It's, uh, but where we're I going... Got a room full of, I mean, the Florida Seal looks like a pawn shop in my little office. <laughs> well, you know, see, that's the, it's the art of collecting, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. we don't want to say hoarding, because that's not a good word, but the art of collecting, collecting guitars, amplifiers, you know, effects... Um, little g- gadgets and stuff like that. That's just a, you know, it's a it's an art form, you know, and it's a there's a there's a technique to it, right, Mike? Uh, well, 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 yeah, and, and then and then not only that, but people know that I'm into that, so right. they give me stuff. There you, know? you go. They just give me. That's like amps. That's the amps. Like, like I, I think I have three PAs, you know, that uh. that that uh, people I pick up junk from contact contractors like AC contractors yeah you know uh, like one guy I know he's 
you know, he, me and him, every time I pick up ACs from his shop, you know, he's got to sit around with me and, like, pull on guitars for a half an hour, you know, and then he ends up giving me an amp. Oh, he gave me, he gave me, dude, you know, the synthesizer, the Yamaha DX7, which is just like, pick any song out of the 80s, you know, made by all them, you know, uh, Depeche Mode, Tears for Fears, you know, all them little gay boy heroin addict band. <laughs> he gave me that thing. Now look it up on eBay. It's like worth $3,000. Oh, he gave it in a case, in a case, you know? And so I've been, I've been learning how to play piano over the, over the last three years because, because I really cut my finger up bad about three years ago where uh, my middle finger on my right hand where, where, where I couldn't work for a month. And so I just sat around uh, with a keyboard for a month and just played, just learned piano chords on my left hand, uh-huh. you know? And, and, and so so now I, like, I got a rack with a piano upstairs and a piano downstairs and, 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 and well, well, you know, electronic keyboards. You right, know? right. Like Casio and Yamaha. And, and, and uh, then this guy gives me this thing. And so, like, I'm working on, you know, constructing out of, out of scrap aluminum, you know, a rack to hold them all, like like the big stars, like sticks and Deep Purple, you know, just, like, stacking them up on top of each other where they all sound different, you know, and you play your right hand on this one, you play your left hand on the other one, and you, and, and they all sound different, you know, and, and you can, like, uh, you know, uh, go through the different types of sounds according to whatever song you're playing, and I'm getting pretty good at that, man. You should come over and, uh, yeah. Well, have to, I'll have to do that. I'll definitely have to check that out. Well, Mike, uh, what else you got? What's what, what else is new in the scrap world? Well, um, you know, yeah, um, um, I'm working on 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 parting out my F-350. You know, pulling all the parts. I pulled the motor out of it. And, and um, uh, I'm, I'm working on pulling out master cylinder and hydraulic clutch and this all is all. Stuff. And I'm, I'm getting ready to scrap this thing. I'm going to put it on the trailer tomorrow, and take it to the junkyard because I got the other F-350. Okay. And then you still got the stupid Isuzu sitting there, you know, which I'd rather have besides the other F-350 I got. And um, but um, you know, yeah, junk will go on forever, man. You know, I know that. Whenever I get around to it, there will still be junking going on, you know. It's the world's fourth largest industry ever since the Industrial Revolution, you know. I mean, you know, put a blindfold over your face and a map of the world on the wall and a dart in your hand and throw the dart. And wherever it lands, in that part of the world, they're doing this job. They're, 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 they're junking. They're scrapping. They're, they're you know recycling so it's so, it's fair to say that recycling or junking or scrapping or whatever you want to call it is mm-hmm. a recession proof profession is that a, oh is yeah oh yeah you know i mean uh, you know, people's all complaining over there at the junkyard all the time you know oh it's down to four dollars for 100 pounds you know what it was when i started back in 1990 it was a penny a pound a dollar for 100 pounds man that's when, like you were saying at the beginning of our conversation, you know, where you separate the number one, yeah, where you number put two, up with it, right. porch, like them railroad ties, and then you could get two and a half bucks a hundred because you cut them into three foot sections or something. Right. You know, but that don't apply no more. I remember going to Acre Iron in the eighties. We were getting sixty five cents a hundred yeah. weight. Sixty. Well, that was around. Yes. Late eighties. Yes, around around two thousand. Right. No, this was in the 80s because I was doing it back in okay. the when I had a junkyard. Okay. And I remember, yeah, yeah. and wait a minute, if we got a dollar forty a hundred weight, that was amazing. We were like uh, kings. And then in right. the in the in the mid 80s, we were getting fourteen dollars a hundred weight at Acre Iron. Yeah. Four, wow. Fourteen bucks. I mean, I was bringing containers in there, and then all of a sudden, just like that. Oh yeah. And then just like that, overnight, it went down to six bucks, and then it went down to. Two bucks, then went down to a dollar again. It was ridiculous, and people don't realize that how the scrap fluctuates. And there's only a handful of real big, real buyers, and they're usually over in the mid east, I mean far east, and South America. So the Venezuelans were buying scrap from us, and obviously Taiwan and China and places like that. 
and they yeah, can well, what? Yeah, China, you know, don't forget about China, China, like Trump says. Yeah, but the thing is, is that in in this industry, in this country, they had a, what they they had these what they call mini mills, and they mm-hmm. were processing steel. But you know, because of who knows politics, environmental, uh, all kinds of ridiculous, you know, scrapping in There's no reason that we should be exporting scrap metal. We yeah, should be, that's true. We should be um, importing and pr- we should be taking the scrap ourselves, processing it ourselves, and using it ourselves. We don't. We really could build a wall around the entire United States and be totally self-sufficient. We got that much yeah. junk in this country. That's true. Oh yeah, we we got more junk. In this <laughs> yeah, you just drive can, a, drive and, around the streets. You know, you don't. I'm on my way to somebody else. I'm not even like hunting for anything, and it's like on the way. Oh, I gotta stop get this washing machine. Gotta stop get this refrigerator. And then somebody's like, "Hey, you want to take this car?" I'm like, "You got a title?" Yeah, okay, we'll do that. I'll get back to you in a day or two. You know, uh, but uh, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, um, uh, the the uh, like the Chinese, the Chinese, uh, because they. They were building all kinds of cities or something that nobody lives in. That, that like like ten years ago. That's why the price got so extreme. Um, Same thing with ago. concrete. Remember, they were using all our concrete too. Yeah, yeah, that too. Probably. I, I don't know about the, the concrete and prices of that, but uh, that could be. But the, here's um, the thing is, you know, in this country, I mean, when you talk about recycling, you can recycle just about everything. You can recycle glass. You can recycle plastics. You can recycle uh, fabric. You can recycle electronics. There's not, you know, the, we have the technology today to recycle everything and repurpose, recycle or repurpose. And that is, like you said, and uh, is is basically recession-proof. I mean, if, you, if you're in the right end of that, that, that industry— you know, you'll you'll survive. I mean, obviously, it's a game of volume, right? Because uh, you've got yeah, to get a lot of stuff. Volume is the key. Volume is the key. And uh, and then because you, and I get more money. I get more money per hundred pounds if I guarantee that I'm going to bring them like eight tons a month. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's the way it works. Yes. Well, Mike, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go here because I got a couple other things I want to talk about on the show. But I do want to thank you for calling in, and uh, it was fun. I appreciate that. Sure, Rob. You know, I'm fan. I, I listen to you all the time. Uh, sometimes I forget, but uh, it was just perfect timing. Uh, it was. I said, I'm going to listen to Rob, you know. And, <laughs> and yeah, oh, he's talking about junk. Oh, I got to call him. Well, we might have to go over there and get those railroad ties. I don't know. They're in Tampa. Yeah, man, give me a call. Give me a call. <laughs> Our railroad tracks. That's what they are. They're in ties or tracks. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate season. it. Good night. Uh, on that note, I think we're going to fire up the stereo because I got a couple songs I want to play. Because uh, this is today is a very special day for my loving bride. Uh, we've been together. It's not our anniversary, but uh, we've been together. Wow, thirty six years. So uh, this is one of her favorite groups out of the sixties. So I think we got a little monkeys. Is that what we got up here? There we go. So uh, here we come. It's the monkeys. From the TV show 1966. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cards. Don't touch that doll. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we're monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to. Do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless. There's always something new. Guess who'll be standing there? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down 
may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. Okay, we're back, and you tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host. Yeah, sorry, we were just talking about scrap, and uh, every once in a while, I, just for giggles, for giggles, uh, I Google, giggles and Google, okay, uh, Craigslist. Of course, I'm on there all the time, you know, always looking for something, and uh, looking for something I can buy, take to the auction and flip or whatever, or scrap. So here's a good example. Here's the, I go to the Craigslist free, and you never know what you might find in there. So here it says, Free Scrap Suburban. This is in Sarasota. It says, Free Suburban Body for Scrap. No title. Can help load. Come and get it. Now, here's the problem with that. Mikey just brought this up a few minutes ago when he was on the phone. And you can't scrap a car without a title. Now, years ago, we used to do that. Never was a problem. Particularly those of us who were in the wrecking our business because we, we had a license. And that was different. So we were kind of exempt anyway. And um, but they're back in the heyday in like 2006, 2007, when scrap prices were 12, 13, 14 dollars a hundred weight. People were just basically just rolling up anywhere, just taking cars and scrapping them. So and it happened with air conditioners, it happened with compressors, it happened with siding, it happened with uh, radiators, it just happened with all kinds of stuff. Well, it, the, a lot of bad actors got into the into that deal, and it made it bad for those of us that were legitimate, like Mike and like myself and a number, number, number of other you know, regular scrappers. And we all know who we are because it's a circle of guys that, uh, and it's, it, it varies, you know, it's a, it's a, it depends on the size of the, you know, the nature of the stuff that you scrap, it's a circle and it's concentric and basically, you know, the bigger scrapper guys, like I was always in the car, so my thing was cars, I was doing that. Mike basically picks up just about anything that he can get in the back of a pickup truck, some cases a car if it's, not, if it's cut up in pieces. Um, but without a title, you can't junk a car, and it's gotten to the point now where you can't, you know, you got to verify that you own it. In fact, um, I remember in one particular situation, I had a uh, front clip that I picked up from a leftover from a body shop, right? So I had it laying around. There was a VIN number on the front clip. When I went to take that to the scrapyard, scrapyard says, uh, we got to have a title. I said, what do you mean have a title? It's a front clip. There's nothing left of it. It's just an infrastructure. He says, nope, nope, it's got a VIN number on it. we got to have a title. I said, the body sh- the wrecking yard sold it to a body shop. They stripped all the, the exterior metal off, of the sheet metal and the panels and everything that they needed for it. And this is the piece that they didn't need. So this is scrap. He says, nope, we can't take it unless it's got, and I'm not sure exactly how the law reads, but basically if it's got a VIN number on it, you're not scrapping it. So this is pointless. The only way that anybody could possibly do anything with this is they'd have to cut it up in so many little pieces that it wouldn't be... Uh, it would not resemble a car any way, shape, or form, and then you could scrap it. Now, Mike will probably call back in and attest to that, but I can just tell you that's my own experiences. So uh, be careful about that kind of stuff. So, And there's a lot of guys on it that are advertising uh, scrap cars, junk cars, haul it away. But if there's no title, you are S-O-L. How about an above-ground pool with a pump? Yeah, you can buy one of those. It's free. Uh, free organ. Uh, curb alert has always been one of my favorites. Curb alert could be furniture, could be clothes, could be toys. But you know what? You can't pass this stuff up because every once in a while there's something really cool in there. I can tell you my own experiences. I've driven through neighborhoods. And again, it's a junkyard habit. My wife calls it a disease. Uh, you know, I mean, hey, listen, I've turned around and pick up a bucket out of the middle of the street. You know, those five five gallon pails that you see at the Home Depot sells for like eight bucks, the orange ones. I've seen those sitting on the side of the road. Testing to that. Ah, oh, Bobby, you're still there. <laughs> He's attesting to that. Yeah, we even actually jumped the media to do that one time, didn't we? Um, uh, scrap toilets, Christmas trees. What else do we pick up? All kinds of stuff, you know. Just you know, uh, boats or pieces of boat. You know, if we needed it for something. Here's seat cushions. Um. Anyway, so Bob, how are things in Orlando? Oh, right here. Sounds like you're uh, 
Craigslist free is a little more exciting than ours today, but uh, it well, varies. Well, wait a minute. Let me go to Craigslist free Orlando since I've got... No, I si already am there. You're already there? Okay, let's see. we got a pull-out couch. Uh, we got lights, fixtures. Um, we don't tell them the good stuff. No, the pallets. Uh, oh, there's a here's a vintage heater. Hey, now that's kind of cool. Ninth, now, let's see. This is what I mean. 1952 Siegler heater oil burner. Now, this actually, I'm clicking on this. This is where I'm going. Now, this is probably an antique, but here's what you would do. So you would look at this, and you go, wow, it's even got the date on it. It's got the tag on the back, and it's screwed on. It's not riveted on. It's screwed on, which is what they did in the old days. It's got the motor on the side of it. Now, what you could do is you could actually buy that, repurpose that, and you could actually make that a cabinet. Now, Bobby, go ahead and share your thoughts. You're going to probably say, Dad, it's scrap metal. But it looks so cool. It's got kind well, of a 50s. I'm just saying that because in the Mill 50 district, it's probably already been picked up and stuck in a uh, store by now. It probably is, and somebody's probably going to advertise that thing for two, three hundred dollars. So you know, you really got to cruise the, the 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 free section because you just never know. Now, if I was in Orlando right now, this would be in the back of my truck. I guarantee you. If I'd have seen this yesterday, since I was in Orlando yesterday, this would be in the back of this would have made it. This would be in Pinellas County by now. That's how bad it. is. Wow, what a sickness, what a disease, right, Bobby? Yeah. I'm not a hoarder, am I? No. Save that for off there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about a training potty? We got a training potty here. Yeah, I know I, I know somebody could get that. I'd give that to. Uh, refrigerators, couches, lots of couches. Uh, bring a trailer. Okay, here we go. This guy's got a curb alert. Now, curb alert means, basically, they throw stuff out at the curb, and if you're lucky enough to get there and there's something really cool, um, all the scrap metal guys. You know, Mike was talking about how he drives down the road, sees a refrigerator, sees a washer, sees a dryer, sees a, uh, you know, a grill out there. I used to do that all the time. Bobby, you could attest to that. How many times we pick stuff up alongside of the road? You know, we're just driving mm -hmm. a sink. I remember one time I went to go pick up a sink, and I saw it. I go, oh, that's easy. No, but I went to pick that thing up, and it was cast iron. I said, couldn't even budget. Fortunately, I was in my rollback, so all I had to do is just roll the hydraulic bed back real quick and throw it on there and winch it up. But that was that was insane. You know, how much is that? I can, I can thank... Uh Craigslist free for half the furniture in this in my apartment up here. That's exactly right. We actually go around <laughs> and we look for stuff, and uh, <laughs> Tommy's laughing. Paradise. Yeah, I seriously. I mean, some if you go through some of the nicer neighborhoods, um, you find some pretty nice stuff that people just say, yeah, you know, they're too, you know, they don't even take it to the Goodwill or to, uh, or uh, you know, a thrift store. They just leave it alongside the curb, and you know, the junk guys, you know, they either catch it first or for our own Goodwill. Yeah, our own goodwill, or it ends up in a junk in the uh, back of a, uh, a garbage truck. Here, how about free bee swarm removal? Free bee swarm removal. There's a yeah, good one. Yeah, I was one. a little confused on that one. Yeah, well, uh, we were over at Brian's. Remember where the MG was, and uh, he had that big tree full of bees. So he called those guys down there, and then they put them in little boxes, and then Brian tried to get some of the honey out of there, and the bees kind of took a certain course of action and punctured the living daylights out of them. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> they do that. Yeah, bees will do that. You know, I mean, unlike a wasp, we were we were in Orlando yesterday looking at some Mercedes-Benz, it's 300 SD for a friend of mine, and I opened up the door and there was a wasp nest in there, and I go, all right, no bag. So I started trying to knock the wasp away, and now wasps don't really bother me because wasps, they just kind of buzz around their little nest a little bit, and they might come at you. But a uh, Bee will chase your butt, and a hornet will definitely try to chase you and put a serious stinging on your, on your hiney. So you got to watch out for those wasps. Like I said, they're not too bad. They usually come out of nowhere and they might pop you once or twice. But anyway, on that note, I think we're going to play another song here. This is another one that goes out to my little sweetie. And uh, let's see, this should be a little Tom Jones, right? This goes out to your mommy, Bobby. So yeah, we'll do Oh yeah, then we'll do that when we get back. All right. And take to dinner But she always knows her place She's got style, she's got grace She's a winner She's a lady Whoa, whoa, whoa She's a lady Talking about that little lady And the lady is mine But she's never She's okay alone and there's no messing 
Okay, we're back, and we were uh, we were doing our Craigslist our Craigslist minute. But before we go back to our Craigslist minute, let's do the FLA car minute. Bobby, you want to do that? Yeah, sure. So, uh, well, I'll take care of. Uh, well, first, we'll start with Central Florida, since that's what I got up here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you have the uh, it's still a good weekend drive, and uh, so the. Uh, Weekly stuff in uh, Orlando, Semi, St. Cloud, Lakeland, Ocoee, all over the place there. And then we have, uh, as for the uh, weekend specific stuff, we have the 31st Annual Father's Day Rod Run, Lakeland. Oh. Uh, Father's Day Car Show, Keystone Heights. Um, so no shortage there. Uh, by State Road 100. Uh, we got Super Dad Car Show and Brunch at Ace Cafe in Orlando. And then the uh, Cody's Roadhouse Father's Day show in the Villages. That's right. Father's Day's coming up. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Yes, happy Father's Day. That's cool. Okay, so uh, not only that, then we got the big event that's coming up in August is the Monterey Collector Car Show, Car Week, which we're all excited about that. But I want to give you a little quick shout-out to my good friend Jake over there at Midway Shoe Repair because he just... Makes my soul feel so good. <laughs> Give him a call over there, 727-581-2166. Jake, yeah, man, I'll tell you what. You know, you can fix your shoes. It really is. And it's, it's worth it to fix your shoes. Because $50, $60, $70 for a pair of shoes. But $20, $25, bucks, you can get your shoes fixed and you get another six months out of it. It makes perfectly good sense. And don't forget, tomorrow or Thursday or Friday, actually every day of the week, is Rib Shack Day. So, you know, go visit ah, our good yeah. friends over there at 426. Remember, that number is important. Yeah, 426 is in 426. West Bay Drive, that's 727-501-99. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue. Be sure and go stop in there and mention uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you, they will probably give you a free drink with your meal. Right, Bobby? Yes, order on uh, Uber Eats, Fight Squad, or give them a call, 727-501-9090. Yeah, you know, I'm on Craigslist South Florida. You know, like if you go, well, I was on Craigslist Orlando, Craigslist Sarasota, Obviously, Craigslist Tampa Bay earlier. But look, here's some really cool Manglewood TV stand. This is a really cool mid-century piece. Free. Free. See, so if you know what you're looking for, you can find all... There's all kinds of ways to make a few extra bucks. This is what we call in the street a side hustle. Okay. Now, here's one that I'm trying to figure I out what this guy... No, we won't tell anybody. But anyway, all right. So here we got free used motor oil, 20 gallons. And I'm not exactly sure what you would do with that. Or... Here's something you'd like, Bobby, but I don't like seeing this on Craigslist for free. Seven-month-old female black cat, Cleo. She looks like Carmel. It's got beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful um, silhouette or uh, features. Uh, what else we see on here? Well, you know, usual stuff. Uh, TVs, obviously. Wore-out chairs, wore-out sofas. Um, lots of electronics. Uh, TV, flat screen, mattresses. Uh, here's another one. Here's a 30s chaise lounge. Uh, curbs alert, chaise sofa, 1930s. That's kind of cool. All uh, right, here's how about a 1930s roll-top desk. You just never know. You know, it's like a friend of mine said a long time ago. 
Money is laying all over the place. It's what we call found money. It's laying on the streets. You just have to be smart enough to figure out what to do with it and how to pick it up, you know, and have a little place to put the stuff. But if you know how to do the, the hustle, as they say, um, and that's kind of a, a junkyard thing. But there's a lot of people that, you know, if you don't have much to start with and you're kind of, uh, you know, a little bit, of, you got to have a brain uh, cell or two or three, you know, you can figure out what to do with this stuff. You know, antiques, there's always a demand for this stuff, especially right now. 50s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s stuff is really, really hot. It's really, really in. And you'd be amazed at some of the stuff you find out there. Hey, I think I'm going to fire up the stereo one more time because there's another song I want to play real quick before we go away. And that is The Temptations. Can we find that one? Uh, can't get next to you. Is that it? All right. I always like this song. This is cool. Temptations, 1969. Can't get next to you, babe. You tune into Nostalgia Freedom Card. Be right back. Okay, well, that about wraps up our junk <laughs> junkyard issue of uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Now, we're going to do Legends of the Summer series again like we did last year. So uh, stick around for that. It'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We'll start that. We'll do that for four weeks. Bobby, you got anything else to say real quick? That's it. Hey, that song we just heard was number three in 1969 back then. So that was a great way to kick off Legends of Summer. Thank you for that. Super, super, super. And again, I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day this weekend. In the meantime, thank you for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night here on the Tantalk Radio Network between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Hopefully, I'll see you guys at some of the car shows. Have a great weekend. Everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.